Hello, welcome to my podcast. I am Dr. Timothy Hart, also known as Dr. Connexpert. Today we're going to continue with why I can't find a mate. We're going to call this why I can't find a mate part two. In the prior episode, we talked about three major reasons why you can't find a mate. Number one, ignorance of the opposite sex. Most people don't understand the dynamics of the people that they're getting in relationship with on a psychological level. Then there's ignorance of their own self, how their uh, particular gender, a signature, operates and how it should relate to, uh, to the other gender. Then, number three is having a history of taking other people for granted. Now, you might not think that that's important, but it shows. There are some things that you can, that you can have or do in, or, or be part of your character that you don't think is being revealed, but other people can see it. If you have a history of taking people for granted, those things come up, and you could try to disguise it in your speech, or you can try to disguise it with some things you'll do, but the reality is it will always come to surface. So let's go with num- to, to uh, number two, to the second part. Today we're going to talk about courtship chivalry. Number five, post-trauma triggers. And number six, selfishness. Let's start with number four, courtship chivalry. Listen, 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 listen to me very, very carefully. Women. When I said that you're ignorant of the opposite sex, let me tell you one thing you grossly miss. Okay? And I've seen this in 100% of the cases. When a man likes you, generosity is the first expression. Let me say that again. When a man likes you, generosity is his first expression. What do I mean by generosity? He's willing to do things for you. Okay, so he's giving of his time, giving of his energy. He's willing to buy things for you, which is why he will pay for dates, he will pay for dinners, he will buy gifts. He will also offer advice, always willing to listen to you. So when you're coming out of a funky relationship, the man that likes you will listen to all of the garbage that you're bringing to him about past relationship. Now, One thing I want you to bear in mind that you could take advantage of this or you can miss it. If you find that a guy is being generous to you and you're a lady as opposed to some girl, an opportunistic individual, if you're a good lady, you will start to what? Reciprocate. And as you reciprocate, you don't refuse his gifts. You don't refuse his his actions, his signs and demonstrations of generosity, but you come up with your own type of generosity, which can only come from within you. You don't want to you don't want to try to compete with him, but you do want to be aware that he has needs just like you have needs, and if he recognized that this is what pleases you, then you ought to be willing to look at what pleases him. Which leads me to the other part of this, chivalry. 
Women, do you realize that you have you are missing a glorious and grand part of being a lady? Someone is willing to treat you like you are special. That's because you are special. Unfortunately, many of you don't demonstrate how special you are. What do I mean by that? If you have a high IQ, and I venture to say that many, many of you are pretty intelligent, why not get into an intellectual conversation? Why not be found doing something intellectual or spiritual? Why is it that every time you want to attract a man, you go straight below the waist? You start putting on the makeup. You start putting on the, for some cases, putting in new hair, getting your nails done, putting on perfume, putting on an outfit. Why is it that you always go to that level and then you expect a man to be attracted to what you're not showing him? Remember what I said. He initially is generous, which means whatever you're presenting is what he's okay with. If he wasn't okay with it, he wouldn't be bothered with you. Okay? So, chivalry, very old, old school, that taught knights and, and men who were part of the military who worked around royalty how to treat women. It was actually a code of conduct. The mistake that many women make today is that they tell him, don't be chivalrous. If he opens the door for you, shut your mouth, let him open the door. Stop always thinking that someone is trying to override your sense of independence. Some people do what they do because that's who they are. And it's, and it's two, almost two generations have gone by. And we have watched the deterioration of relationships. And that's one of the reasons. Because somebody told you that you didn't need him. Somebody told you that because you can make your own money, you don't need his money. That's not the point. The point is, what he does for you provides his measure of value. It's some like a glass and the water spigot. The glass needs the water spigot in order to get full. The water spigot needs the cup because without the cup he has nothing to fill. So if you understand that there's a symbiotic relationship, you will stop immediately telling a guy that not to do things for you, okay? Or provide some boundaries if you don't feel comfortable with it. Are you following that? I hope you are. Now, guys, don't try to buy the woman. Don't try to buy her. You can do nice things. If nice things are part of your character, you do nice things because you like doing nice things. Don't do nice things because you think that's what's going to attract her. That is, see, this is what I, this is what I meant in number three by having a history of taking people for granted. Whenever you do things because you think that's what you think they want, that's taking them for granted. Because it always demonstrates that you have something that you want as opposed to something you want to give. So guys, don't buy the woman. Don't buy her. If you like her, treat her well. Okay? Be chivalrous. If she refuses to listen to the open door, you tell her, tell her exactly this. This is just what I do. 
I don't allow women to open doors if I can, if at all possible. And continue. Don't let the fact that she told you that you don't need to do that change your tune. You are who you are, and what doesn't matter what she says, that should not change that. Be available, okay? If you're a player, leave the girl alone because you will not be available. And because you will not be available, anything you do, she will conclude, is you trying to manipulate her. And she'd more than likely be right. Okay? Now, as we examine the idea of what a woman wants, first of all, you have to understand her nature. Okay? Anything you do for her, if she's in that realm where she's, if we want to use the phrase, feeling you, she's going to take as you wanting to go to the deeper level. If that's not your goal, then don't do the actions. Okay? If you're doing it for any other reason other than her having a positive experience, then you need to stop doing it. Okay? Now, number five. Past trauma triggers. Huge issue. Huge, huge, huge. This thing is more huge than you lying to someone. I'm here to say this. Past trauma triggers. Do you know there's a, there was a song that I heard a while back. It was a rap group. And they said, now you're cold toward people you meet because of something that was done to you by some creep. Now, I don't know how clear you can make it but that's the situation. We cannot, this is both male and female, we cannot expect our potential partners to emulate the good stuff in our past partners. You can try to build a man. It won't work. You can try to build a woman. It won't work. So the best thing to do when you recognize that that's what you're looking for and you need to do some introspection. That's what you're looking for. Then you need to heal yourself of the pain. Then go ahead and move forward. Then finding the good traits in them won't be so difficult. Now, when it comes to you getting healing, here's a mantra that will always work. You can try it even today and you will feel a sense of relief the minute you finish the phrase. If you've had a bad relationship and you, like some people, still got pictures of the person in your phone, still got pictures of the person in your house, still got pictures on the wall or whatever, and you realize that that relationship is over, but you're still feeling some kind of way, say this, that that person is a good person they just weren't good for me. See? You have to provide a disconnect between yourself and that traumatic event. And so you make sense of it by saying, maybe that person is a liar. Maybe someone is, maybe that type of person is good for somebody else. But I just don't like liars. See? You're making logical sense of it. And once you make logical sense of it, your emotions will have to follow suit. There are many guys who, who have women who have left a relationship and they have children that are being raised by the woman. And the woman gives him a hard time all the time. Instead of getting angry 
instead of getting all upset, instead of calling women all kinds of names, plotting destruction, use this mantra. I know that things could have been good, but they weren't. I realize that she's good for somebody, she's just not good for me. I still love my kids, I will still care for my kids. See, what you do is you put things in perspective and in priority. See? So that way when she comes at you with, with all kinds of insults, you could say, okay, okay, yeah, so, and, and, what, and what's your point? You can stay on what we call your square. You can stay on your solid, solid emotional position and not get feed into the anger and the toxic, toxicity that people can bring when they realize that they lost a good thing. Women, if you're in a relationship with a guy and he cheats on you, okay, understand and appreciate Understand and appreciate that a man who cheats on you is a man that believes in polygamy. He believes in multiple partners. Is that a negative? No. Is that a negative for you? Yes. So he's not cheating unless he is vowing to play the game a particular way and making it clear that I am a one-woman person and he's just lying. So he's not cheating. He's lying if he tells you something different. So understand. We don't go necessarily by what people say all the time. But we go by their actions. If he wants more than one woman. Then you conclude in your head. Likes more than one woman. I can't be part of that. Because I am a one, one man woman. So. Deal with your past triggers. Deal with your rapes. Get some, get some therapy. I can say this properly. Get some therapy. Uh, help to you know help yourself to make sense of what happened to you. Don't blame yourself, okay? Because attacks against you are never your fault. <clears throat> no matter how much your provocation, still not your fault. You can be a contributory factor, but it's not your fault. You never tell people to hurt you, but you just leave it open so they can. Now, let me move on to the last one. Selfishness. Selfishness is a huge, huge problem in why you can't attract a mate. And guess what? It's always, it always the residual effect of selfishness that comes out. See, you can get with a person and attract them and everything be good. And then you start with the selfishness. When they break up with you, guess what they do? They broadcast that you're selfish. So then, anybody within the way and salt, if they know you, and they know her, or they know her, and they know you, then what ends up happening is the news comes that, that you are selfish. You're a selfish individual. And chances are, you're not just selfish in a relationship, you're selfish everywhere. Some, some bad traits tend to uh, transmogrify into other areas. And if you're one way, you're going to be that way all the time. It's, t it's, it's tough to transition. This is Dr. Connexpert. You all have a great day.